boys and ghouls, and welcome to another episode of the Subway Rat Podcast. For those of you who do not know me, my name is Luis. But some people know me because of my band, entitled Teething. Some people know me under the name Lucifer because I do a lot of illustration and collages and like artsy-fartsy stuff. And uh, most people know me because I have a very cute, adorable dog, which has a white snout, and his name is Bingo. So, uh, welcome to my podcast. And uh, before we get into today's guest, which is Jonathan from Teeth Grinder, which I've wanted to have on the show for the longest time. He was actually supposed to be one of the first three guests, but uh, for... Reason X, it wasn't able to happen. We get into all of that in today's episode. But uh, today's food for thought is creative times. Creative times ahead. Creative times ahead for Lucifer. So um, I'm going to start blocking sometime every night in order to get my new zine, my new illustration zine on in the works. And I'm very excited because it's going to be part of the trilogy. I already did part one, which was How to Avoid Shit Tattoos, which was a pink, purplish cover. Pink, pink. And then I did Forever Immature, which came out during the end of the pandemic, which was yellow. And I came up with the title for the new zine. Let's see what y'all think. Uh, I thought, here goes. Are you ready? Three, two, one. Thinking sucks. That's the title. Thinking sucks. Um, I've already shared the title with a couple of friends, and uh, sometimes they they have a laugh. So that's that's a good that's a good reaction. A reaction I've been looking for. Um, and the cover art will be cyan, the color cyan, which is a sort of blue, I guess. Anyways, enough about thinking sucks. Enough about me. Uh, let's get a Jonathan, please. Enjoy my episode with Jonathan Edwards from, from The Mighty Teeth Grinder. Ah, one little important insight I forgot to mention, which is that the video portion of this episode fucked up. For some reason, my camera didn't record. It was all Jonathan. So um, I inserted uh, an image of me. So for those who watch this, uh, sorry for the weirdness. Um, but whatever, you can still hear it. You can still enjoy it. And without further ado, do, 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 Jonathan. Whoop. I don't know if you've seen or listened to any of these episodes. but no, I've seen a couple. Okay, good, good, good. So do you recall what the first question I ask anyone is? <laughs> no, sorry. It's been, it's been a while. I think the last one I saw was with uh, Shane. I think okay. actually. Okay. Yeah. Well, the first question I ever ask anyone is, Jonathan, do you prefer sweet or salty food, savory food? Sweet or savory foods? Does it matter if it's cold or warm? No, not at all. No, it doesn't. Uh, I think maybe sweet actually. Okay, okay. That's the yeah, little but, kid in you. Okay. Yeah, it is. I'm like a, I'm a candy fiend when it comes to it. Okay, so if today were your last day on Earth, let's hope not. Uh, yeah. What would be the your go-to sweet treat? My go-to sweet treat. 
Um, uh, it's fucking difficult. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anything uh, gummy related is always good. It's uh, really okay. Yeah. Um, and sour, soury sweetness. It's uh, okay. warheads and stuff like that. It's, it's good. Okay. Because you were born and raised in the UK, right? And then you yeah, moved yeah, to Netherlands. I think warheads is a English thing. Yeah, so I think it's more American actually. Um, okay. But I've seen it in England. Yeah. Okay. That's over there. while on tour at the gasoline station. If you have a couple of uh, euros lying around. There's a good chance the first thing you'll spend it on is cigarettes, and then the yeah, next... yeah, obviously, obviously, <laughs> gas station beers second, and then yeah, and then candy yeah, I third. So, yeah, I think that would be a good uh, a good order of things that my money and priorities would be during <laughs> <laughs> a gas station break. Yeah, which one do you think is the unhealthiest of the three? Oh, that's uh, I say cigarettes, obviously. Yeah, I think I it's think... going to be cigarettes. Okay. All in moderation is okay. But so, Jonathan, I, I want to congratulate you on your new job because I believe you're enjoying your new job. Can you uh, elaborate what your new job is? Um, I am a decorator, I think the right word is. Okay. I paint houses now. It's a big switch from... Uh, I used to do a lot of uh, sales and um, uh, hospitality work, like working in bars and um, shit hours, shit money jobs. Okay. And I finally found something to do with uh, the good old hands and just uh, work outside. And <laughs> it's lovely. <laughs> no, seriously, it's uh, one of the best things that I've actually done to be able to work outside and right. just be busy instead of sitting behind a desk. What well, works right. for some people, but obviously, and very much doesn't work for me. Okay. And uh, do you have uh, cool co workers? Yeah, as uh, as far as uh, people uh, as cool as uh, work can be, some okay. people make it a little bit more bearable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, obviously. Okay. And how about you? Because I've, uh, I sometimes see you coming back from some uh, like business trips. You yeah. Know, like recently, came back from one as well. Yeah. Work. Luckily, work's been going really good for me. I have a video business, and uh, we work in an environment that's very un napalm death it's a lot of corporate uh videos yeah i've, but... seen, I've seen the button down t-shirts oh shit oh, yeah. i've seen yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it suits you very well by the way that's, i know i'm uh, looking sharp sometimes it could be overwhelming but uh i guess that's a good thing I, I was able to stash away some money a trip to new york so yeah the second the second america trip Second America, America oh. trip. That's right. That's right. That's right. Good. Good eye. Yeah, because you guys went past like a lot of different uh, like movie sites. Uh, I remember oh, yeah. like seeing yeah. pictures. You went to like the Friday Thirteenth house and no, we went to uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> please the the Nightmare on Elm Street house. Close enough. Oh, no, oh. Obviously, we went to like really cool concerts. Yeah, because you got how you guys went for two two weeks or a month or. We went for like three weeks and it was amazing because that, that, that's another that's perk from my job. Like I, I, I was able to save a lot of money and go wild, pretty much just record shopping. I'm over, not that I'm over band shirts at all, but like it comes <laughs> to a point where like, yeah, all of us were like, okay, I have 70 band shirts. Like, I think I'm good, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, so my new thing, is uh buying t-shirts from uh restaurants 
you know, so for restaurant in Bakersfield, California, we went to a, like a really cool vegan taco place, and the logo is like a wrestler with like tacos in his hands, you know. So just yeah, like yeah. A cool shit like that. Um, but they do a lot of uh, like merch and branding for all their like bars and diners. Okay? Oh yeah, like they're the off-brand kind of not off-brand, yeah. but their own kind of thing. On our last visit to uh uk playing with uh where we were yeah. supposed to play with you guys in leeds uh in london i i went to a ramen place and i got like a ramen t-shirt and it's really cool it's like this fat guy just like bathing in a big bowl of ramen and and, and living the dream living the dream <laughs> because how was uh, those sh shows for you guys by the way no sorry no I cut through, but, uh, before, before someone got sick before someone got sick someone meaning me uh the shows were really good. Um, London, we've played London three times, and every time we play is a bit better. And then we played Manchester, which was like, okay. As okay. in, like, you know the teething guys, they're lovely. We'll make the best out of it. Like, we got free pizza, you know? And, that's, uh, <laughs> that's always, always yeah. good. And always But good. This, this whole trip was revolving around Dreadfest, where we were playing with you guys. Um, so that sucked not being able to play because I got COVID, but we were able to bond with the Bass Rotten, that guys, which I know you're a, a big fan of the latest record. Yeah, fucking, the latest record is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It also really it sucked because they, they did play Dreadfest the, the day after. Yeah, the day we had to leave, uh, they had to play, and we unfortunately couldn't see them play, but. Oh no way! Okay, so they no. took they no they took our no, no oh wait sorry sorry no I did see them play by the <laughs> way but the, my whole Dreadfest experience to be honest has been like uh, <laughs> bit, bit, there were a lot of beverages being consumed okay. but Good. I remember I do remember seeing them actually um uh, yeah I was talking to them afterwards I think the guitarist or something no so Teeth Grinder was playing Friday Teething Saturday Bass Rod and Sunday and I believe. You guys were staying an extra day just to hang out and see yeah. us. But since we had to cancel, Bass Rodden played our spot. So I'm guessing that's why you were able to see it. And yeah. um, you tell me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, something that really bums me out is like uh, one of the venues that was like on my checklist in Europe was uh, Temple of Boom. Yeah. Is it as cool as it seems? It's, uh, we played there, I think it was a second or maybe third time okay. that we were there. And it's always like, uh, a lot of friends, uh, mostly. I think a lot of the friendships I've got from through music in the UK okay. all kind of started in Temple of Boom. And it's fucking amazing to play there. It's like a very cool little room. Yeah. Lovely outside area to chill and talk to people and just the uh, crazy vibes always. You missed out. I know. No, I, don't dude, wanna, I, don't wanna, I don't want to rub it in, but you fucking missed out on that one. And and but, uh, and but you're playing the woods. Yeah. The yeah, the summer edition. Yeah. Luckily, uh, Meg has booked us for the summer edition, which is the in the woods. So like the it's hopefully there's like some slasher vibes, just like a good horror film atmosphere. No, just bring knives and fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go, man. Awesome. And that was okay. uh, that's always lovely in the UK. Dude, so what a coincidence that um, we're doing this today and Teeth Grinder has announced like a lot of cool stuff. New album, Dystopia, new tour with Benighted, Whoop, yeah. Whoop, 
Ooh. That for a Monday. It's not, it's not too bad for a Monday. Yeah. Not too bad for a Monday. So walk me through the new album. Well, uh, I'd say differently. Our last record was like six years ago. I think. Yeah. It's been like with, with the with the pandemic in between that obviously doesn't help and kind of adds like two years of not kind of being able to play normal shows. But um, yeah, we just uh, before the pandemic started, we started recording it. And it just took a fucking long while with us uh, not always being able to do it and fucking back and forth, obviously, with mixes. But now it's uh, it's been done for a while, I guess. It, well, not a while, for a few weeks it's been mixed and now finally at label. Got a date on it and the single's coming out. When and, is um, the... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, continue. I don't want to cut you off. No, I was going to say, uh, yeah, the single's coming out and it's just all in motion right now, finally. That's... Uh, Okay, and um, (laughs) (laughs) you sent me a track, and uh, it was an awesome track. Yep, (laughs) very cool. Yeah, thank you, thank you, and thank you. Yeah, yeah. But the best part was how stoked you were on the song. You were like, "Yo, you got to check this out because of uh, I don't want to spoil anything because of blah." No, I can say well, fucking well. You you were kind enough to lay down some fucking vocals on the the song. Yeah, and it was uh, yeah, I was really stoked about that because uh, well, you, we're good friends uh, together through music, obviously, and I really like teething, uh, like your vocal. So I was really fucking stoked to have that uh, on there and there alongside each other. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, that's also it's going to be uh, one of the singles as well. So that's, uh, oh, is it sick. okay? Is it yeah. going to be uh, first, second, or third, or what? I yeah, I don't really know about that, but <laughs> it's going to be one of the one of. You know how I got. <laughs> On the song, like I turn all like bad boy, like as, mm-hmm. as if I'm like from the streets. That's uh, my tribute to a uh, sworn enemy. It sounded really fucking cool. That's also why I kind of wanted to have you on it because it kind of the song itself kind of had a punky kind of yeah. bit of a hardcore, Moorish vibe than the rest of the album. So that would be perfect uh, fit. You were the only person I really wanted to have as a guest vocal, so it's uh, glad you said yes, and it was fucking. Uh, That's and it turned out pretty cool. That's yeah. forever heartwarming. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Oh, question and answer kind of vibe. Uh, looking yeah, forward to pulling it off live. Maybe we have to plan something for a Grind the Nazi Scum Festival in a couple of weeks. I was, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. It would be cool to, to do something together on stage, especially with that song, maybe. Okay, are, are you guys playing that song? Um, yes, we are, actually. That's uh, oh, a, a okay. whole part of our set right now. So it's... <laughs> Okay. So it's okay. going to be there if you're up for it. So. Okay. You heard it here first. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> so, Jonathan, uh, anything else you want to mention about the album? And anything like the artwork is fucking cool. You guys use the same artist. Uh, do you want to talk about the album, the, the name of the album, which is named after one of your favorite bands in the world? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was kind of a hard way to, not a hard way, but there was an obvious link to calling it that and what the band I like. But yeah, well, like you said, the, the artwork, um, our past, um, the, the previous two records uh, we put out, the albums were all done by Miguel van Hasner. There's a lot of uh, sick work with, um, I think he's done a lot for uh, together with uh, Baroness. Uh, what is named um, uh, the vocalist? I don't recall, but yeah, his yeah. his his artwork is so iconic. Yeah, it's very uh, when you see it, you kind of instantly know uh, Baisley. Huh? Ah, never mind. But uh, he did uh, art, uh, the artwork, and it's kind of um, 
yeah, I guess the running theme mm -hmm. kind of in his work, what he did for us. And so I really chose for him again and was kind of really stoked to have that worked out. Yeah. yeah, there's not a lot I can, uh, there's not a lot I can say, but it's not a lot really to say. Okay. It's kind okay. of dystopia. It's kind of uh, the world right now. It's kind of, it says itself really. Self-explanatory. No. Okay, I can yeah, take that. There's nothing, can... nothing deep or cool about it. It's just self-explanatory kind of. There's a running theme because all of your albums are just one word, right? If yeah. I re... Now I want to ask you about this tour with Benighted. Very much looking forward to it. How, how did this uh, come about? I'm guessing they contacted you guys. Yeah, first of all, fucker, an insane note. We get to play with fucking Benighted. <laughs> so, I fucking listened to that a lot when I was there. Bit younger, but uh, how that came uh, to be was um, we were doing a, a tour with Distaste and Inumate, and uh, we played a show. and There was uh, Ronnie from uh, Redback Promotion was there, and uh, he also does the management for Benighted. Okay. And he was like, uh, "Yo, should we um, like let, let's get in contact? Let's uh, do some stuff together." And uh, it was kind of us, uh, kind enough to sign us to um, his booking uh, agency, and that's how kind of how we got connected with them. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm not really the like the organizer guy, so I don't really know the fine fine okay. details of all. Right, right. Okay. That's uh, what I've been um, yeah so far been told, and <laughs> so, it's a bit sad actually. Say it like that, but it's, uh, that that's all yeah. cool. Like you, you, you all have an important role in Keith Grinder. Yours is just is not this department. That's all good. Yeah, I guess. No, it's, think, uh, it's all cool. It's uh, still um, running. Uh, fixed a lot of the sh uh, old shows and. Uh, we're kind of uh, waiting to for it to be November and kind of get it rolling. Fuck yeah, dude. It's, uh, it's a cool, cool fucking run. Uh, it should be. A lot of countries we haven't played. So, so something different. There's a, There's been a before and after in the Teeth Grinder camp, which is your four members. You've always been the original lineup. But recently, Jabe is out of the picture. One of the best huggers in the world. <laughs> he's a mother hugger man he's a, he's a good hugger yeah so yeah. maybe too much of a good hugger sometimes it actually hurts um yeah, yeah so, it's, it's, love hurts man love love really hurts love hurts, hurts. <laughs> so, so do you do you want to speak upon that like uh uh why did what happened why did Jabe decide to uh leave or so on uh, uh, so he decided to leave. It's uh, he's doing a lot of um, well, he had a lot, uh, he's got like a pretty good job, uh, like from the get go, and now he's started a new um, uh, how can I explain that? It's like a um, uh, a collective, uh, like a cultural collective they started on our city, the way they do a uh, city beach kind of vibe with uh, little restaurants and bars and like a cultural kind of program around it. And uh, he's the main home show. Uh, guy in that so he kind of wants to focus more on that and be able to do that uh without um yeah any other distractions around him and it's uh it's a pretty good choice to be honest it's uh, a shame he's gone yeah. a really big shame it's, uh, it's a sad moment but yeah it's uh it's all for the better for him and that's the most important i guess good so so from what i'm gathering you all obviously are still very good friends and still close like no yeah, yeah of course I saw him last week uh, when uh, the opening of uh, the City Beach we're talking to. Nice. Nice to see him again. Have a nice little hug. Have okay. a good hug. Yeah. 
No, it's, it's all good. There's no weird uh, like reasons, uh, whatever. Like right. that's what dr- I thought. Drama breakup and the. Right. Can you tell me about the new bassist? Is there a new bassist? Uh, is it like a temporary bassist? What's going on there? Yeah, there's. Uh, we're still looking uh, for someone to have like a like a permanent bassist, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we've got a few people that are kind enough to fill in uh, on shows, uh, okay. w- which works pretty nice and. Um, uh, yeah, like uh, for the Grind Nazi Scum show, we've got a uh, fill-in bassist and uh, there's a lot of friends who are willing to help out and fucking party with us. And, uh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> fucking good time. so the the bassist you've been playing with since the pandemic, it's it's like been a revolving door. It's like, uh, it depends on, it hasn't been like one guy. No, there's, uh, uh, there's two... That's weird to say. There are two main fill-in guys okay. <laughs> we can approach. Um, I think you've you've probably met one or one of them, Yehun or Ipa. Okay. Um, okay. They're called and uh, fucking class A guys, and uh, yeah, known them for actually since we've like started the band. And there's also a Yope. You know Yope, uh, like the oh, guy yeah. who does our sound. Yeah. Okay. He's, of course. Um, of course. Yeah, he's learning to do uh, some songs to play uh, this Friday. With um, we're doing a festival in France with uh, Blockheads, who are also playing. Ellen um, Deya, how to court in a bunch of cool bands, and he's going to be playing bass. So it's nice to have one of my best friends also being able to fucking uh, jam along with us and have a good time. Fuck yeah, teething. I don't know if you're aware, is in a very similar co- situation bass wise. Um, I was going to ask because uh, I didn't see the the beautiful David anymore. It was, uh, That's it was, right. Yeah, I've spoken to him recently actually. That he was because uh, he got married and uh, went to America, living the dream. Pretty self-explanatory. David, after nearly ten long years with Teething, being one of the OG members, uh, he fell in love, got married, and moved the uh, to the almighty US of A. Mm-hmm. And now he has a. Great wife, great house, great dog. He, from what I gather, from what I talk and all the pictures he sends us, he's living a very like chill, laid back life, you know, like with the, with the white picket fence and the green grass and nice vegan barbecue and uh, (laughs) lots of, lots of cocktails. Could him and uh, Savannah enjoy the occasional cocktail? He he looked really happy. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. We've been uh, we we were on the bassist hunt and we stumbled upon a really good friend of ours. Um, I've been playing at shows with him, not in the same band, but like same hardcore shows with him since I was like fucking seventeen, eighteen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't offer him the the bass duties before just because he already had two bands. He's a dad. He has a five year old lovely daughter but uh we didn't ask him because we didn't think he would be interested but i don't know he, he was <laughs> he, he was and uh, something that's been a bit tough and i'm guessing this might be tough in your department uh jabe had like fucking sick ass backing vocals uh mm-hmm. who's uh doing is anyone doing backing vocals now what's the <laughs> yeah <situation>? me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that, that's still, still, uh, still something we have to work around so okay so <laughs> it, is mart not down for doing backing vocals nah that, yeah I, 
not anytime soon, at least. Okay. Um, maybe Elm is uh, if he. But he's already fucking intense behind a drum kit, so it's kind of I don't right. know if he'd be down to be doing that as well. <laughs> so you you find yourself a bit overwhelmed with these uh, new concerts. Sometimes handling all of the backing vocals. Uh, it's, it's not really handling the backing vocals. It's kind of. I guess changing a little bit of the song structure to kind of make okay. it a nice vibe okay. and not like a, like a constant high. Right. Get a few, okay. uh, get cool. a few lows in there as well to break it up a little bit, I guess. Yeah, with Yabba, that was a, he had a nice fucking vocal to lay uh, my vocals over, over it. The contrast between you two worked, worked really well. But whatever happens, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Yeah, Fucking awesome, obviously. Awesome. Jonathan, <laughs> and I want to ask you something which I'm totally open uh, to speak about. I even think on my podcast with Jan back in the day, uh, we yeah. talked about uh, the teething teeth grinder split. Yes. Yes. Uh, what's the situation there? Like, did you guys uh, record what you needed to record? Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, I think that's literally been since day one, something like since we met, we've actually been talking right, about right. that. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, yeah, we've been, uh, we've written some, written some songs uh, for that EP. Okay. Um, so I should, uh, if you guys are still up for it. Our side is already recorded, mixed and mastered. Like I, I have it laying on my computer since uh, for a while, but I just think it's really intelligent. You guys are releasing a new album we're going to be releasing a new album in September. So like, let's let those creatures uh, do its thing. And then once, uh, once that's been out there for a while, uh, we can, you know, release the split in a Definitely year, year and a half, something like that, just so we can distribute uh, the releases a bit. Yeah. I think uh, we recorded about 15 songs uh, in total when we went into the studio. Um, okay. I think we use 10 so there's enough material to do something together oh okay very cool like, like you're saying if you guys are doing september i think we're doing something similar i think it's august or september uh no not september i think it's august so it's kind of like the same time frame anyway so that would work perfectly both ways i think that would work perfectly for a tour oh <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds like a plan yeah <laughs> Okay, so Jonathan, can we get, let's get dark. Let's get a little bit dark here, okay? I want to rewind a bit. When I started this podcast, I think it was like a year and a half ago, and uh, you were one of the first guests I had in mind, uh, just because you're such a lovely person. We love each other so much. Uh, we've had great times together. Um, yeah. And uh, we were scheduled to do like a podcast or on one or two occasions, but uh, for some reason uh, it didn't happen, which was either, which later I found out you were going through, you were having some struggles. You were going through a hard time mentally. So yeah, um, the last couple of years have not been easy for you, for me and for a lot of people. And I feel like these kind of conversations are uh healthy for for us and for yeah, people so, listening so it's always always healthy to talk about um especially like if things are bothering you i've kind of learned that that's a very healthy way to vent it out instead of keep it in of course 
Yeah, like you said, there was a couple of times we were supposed to do this. Yeah. It's just, um, yeah, I think uh, a little bit to do with the pandemic. It's like an isolating factor that you can't really go out, play shows as much as, because that was really big part of, I guess, everyone in music's identity is like fucking playing shows and just being out and about and that all falls away and then you still kind of got like a very, um, well, for me at least, I had uh, not a lot of ways to kind of uh, fence a lot of uh, stuff, I guess. So a lot of the times when there were a lot of social uh, things that had to be done, I didn't really feel mentally up for it because it was kind of introverted and kind of self-pity kind of right. way maybe that it's, uh, yeah, that I just didn't really think I could um, talk to anyone in like a fun or just be like socially in general, basically. Right. So it's, um, that's something I've kind of, realize it's uh it's got a lot less now you know that's so probably why we're talking right now but uh yeah don't really know what to say about, uh, about it really <laughs> from what i gather just speaking to you like you were in a dark hole but you were able to yeah. cl climb out of it yeah unfortunately climb out of it and like do you want to talk about what helped you? Like, was it uh, friends, family? I know you got to spend some cool time with your family. Um, has it been therapy? Like, any, any, what, what's, what's helped you out of, out of this? Uh... Out of that feeling? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a big part. Is uh, I think also that new job uh, we talked about really helped to uh, kind of uh, motivate me to fucking get out of bed in the morning. Okay. And it's. Uh, yeah, just being able to talk to people again and just uh, shows are happening uh, randomly uh, or more now, but they were yeah, kind of sporadic starting to happen again. That really helped to just have uh, see friends again and do stuff you actually like instead of uh, sit and mope and uh, not be able to do what you can do. I was talking to a, a friend, Mario, from uh, a band here from Spain called Sudestada, and he told me that during the pandemic, he felt like he was in a cave and he was slowly rotting away but now that everything's opened up organically it's uh helped us you know just like uh playing shows again gives us a mm. sense of purpose um i don't know about you but my my like my social life totally revolves around the band i don't really like uh do much socially apart from like when it's someone's birthday uh we'll meet up but like for the most part, like my social life is is the band. Yeah, that's uh, exactly like how you explain it. Same for me as well. Like if it's yeah. a birthday, I'll go out, but it's not really a. Yeah. You wouldn't see me go out to bars or anything or fucking like, you know, yeah. party party. Well, I like to party, but it's not not as yeah. much as I used to. Because you know? how old are you now, Jonathan? Um, I'm 31 this year, so I'm 30 right now. Okay. Wow, I can't believe when I met you, you were 21. Yeah, that's sick, isn't it? <laughs> that's fucking that's sick. Really, it was fucking crazy as well, like how quickly that all, how I turned 30, I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, like, that's a long time, 21. Dude, yeah. Well, like the, the nine nine years it's been since we first met. Yeah, man. Doesn't, doesn't feel that long. For me, one of the best parts of being in a band, it's... It's not even the creative aspect. It's uh, just meeting people like you, 
meeting the rest of the teeth grinder guys, building a great friendship, for example, for example, with the employer guys. I met Bingo in Malaga, you know, uh, thanks to Alvaro, the guy that made us the paella, you know, it's just, yeah. it's gives me, uh, it gives me everything I want in life. You know, it, it gives me those experiences, those adventures. It, I met like most of the people I love, I've met through the band. So it's, it's really important to, we got to keep it going on. My friend, Jonathan, we got to, yeah, yeah. you know, no, it's exactly the same. And it's, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's everything I want, but I think learned, I've learned a lot of people who've taught me right. that what I've want, what I want, I guess. That's not the right way. To say no, it. no, that ma that makes total but sense. Now I know what I want due to like meeting a lot of fucking interesting and beautiful people through music. So, you know, and what you say is the adventure. It's, uh... Right. The experience. Like a lot of people will ask me if I feel successful in teething. And of course I do. Like it because it's not an economic thing. It's not how many people I play in front of. It's it's those experiences, those adventures, bonding, whether it's with your own band or meeting lovely people like you. I wanted to rewind a bit talking about uh, mental health. During the pandemic, I started going to therapy. Like a lot of people had uh, recommended it to me for the longest time. Of course I respected it, but I wasn't opposed to it, but it's just something that never, I, I never thought about doing it. But ever since I, I started going, it's been day and night and a really good recommendation I got from my therapist, just speak for, five, 10, 15 minutes about what you're feeling. And that's been a great exercise. Um, Cause yeah, I've been a, a, a very closed book for a long time, but now like in 2022, it's, it's getting more and more normalized for people, men or whatever to yeah. like uh, express themselves. It's not only express, uh, to be able to express yourself, it's just to be able to say that Okay, yes, I'm not feeling okay, and it's fucking, and it's okay. To, it's really cliche to say, but it's, it's okay to not fucking feel okay, of course. For sure. And it's uh, like you say, it's a really cool thing to actually see, uh, like online from social media, you see a lot of um, um, attention uh, being mm -hmm. asked for that. So it's uh, it's cool to see that people are actually um, getting over that, maybe a little bit of shame, or uh, it's kind of like a mental barrier, I guess, you have to step over before you kind of yeah. feel comfortable enough to be talking about your feelings and stuff in front of a professional or like a stranger for sure that, but, that, that, uh, that's the start i guess so jonathan i'm gonna count on you uh to to let me give you a call or send you a message if i'm in any sort of need is that cool that's always okay. anytime that, that, shouldn't, that shouldn't even be a question that's, okay uh, and and you know it's the same and and likewise okay whatever whatever whatever's in your mind uh, here I am here's Bingo my dear yes. beautiful brother okay <laughs> yeah it's it's no noted no, I really appreciate that thank you of course so now let's talk about memorable teething and teeth grinder moments throughout history the first time we ever uh, we ever oh. played together. <laughs> The first time we ever played together was Incubate Festival. That's where is that? Because I forget. Uh, Tilburg. Tilburg. Okay. Yeah, in the uh, Netherlands. 
But that was also with, um, wasn't that also with uh, Corrupt Mold Alter? No. Yes, that was also. Yes. Yeah, because it was uh, incubating. We played in like a, it wasn't in the big venue. It was like a bar kind of right. sanction next to the, next yeah. to the big venue. I think. Very cool because Skit System played that day. Do you not recall? Yeah, I, I missed them Friday. They were playing at Pitfest uh, here on Friday. Oh, okay. That was uh, that was this weekend. Was, uh... That's the first time. <laughs> I'm gonna th- I'm gonna open up right here, and uh, we have such a cool recollection teething. Because first guy we met was Mart. I went to the merch, because Mar- the whole story was Mart hit us up months prior or maybe a year prior, and he was he sent us. I, don't, I guess a Facebook message or I don't know what social media was popular at the time. I guess it was Facebook. And yeah. he was like, hello, my name is Mark. I play in a band called Teeth Grinder. You guys play in a band called Teething. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, cool. And, and I answered, and I'm like, that is cool. And I checked out Teeth Grinder because you guys had that uh, sick ass seven inch. Uh, yeah, yeah. Misanthropy, that's the name of the seven inch. That's the uh, Hellbound was the, the Hellbound, sorry. Yeah. yeah. The one that Everyday Hate put out. And that's yeah. still some of my favorite songs. And I'm so glad you guys play a lot of that material still. So. Um, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Some not, of my favorite not, songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not go, of course the whole catalog what? is great, but I, I guess uh I don't know, it hit me in the sweet spot. I was like, wow, these guys are good. So we saw we saw you guys live. And we're like, oh my God, dude. Wow, you guys were so tight, powerful. Like your your vocals meld so well with the music. You guys play tight, but I mean like converge tight. Not that tight, but it's so like, um, thanks. <laughs> yeah. So after the show, because we saw you guys live first, and then uh, I went to the merch. I don't know who was at the merch, but they uh, pointed me out to Mart said hello to Mart, said hello to the rest of you guys. And I remember te- us teething where we're like, oh, these guys, not not only do they play really good, they look really cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, guys were, you guys were outside of the... You guys were drinking that day. I'm just saying. It was it was yeah. too early to be drinking. It was like three or four in the afternoon, but yeah, you just had that like. Oh. <laughs> Jonathan, you you had that whole like, uh, Edward Furlong and Terminator Two vibe going on. You had that like greasy long hair. <laughs> you had that cigarette. You're like, oh hey, what's up, guys? You know, and we're nice. like, they're so cool. <laughs> yeah, that was greasy long hair. That's that's also a long time ago, but that's so. Yeah. That you fucking remember that actually, because I I can. I can remember that show. Yeah, I can remember that show. I can remember meeting you guys there. And um, uh, what well, it's not, uh, that, it wasn't Daniel that was with you guys, it was the other guitarist before, right? Um, Carlos, um, the other Carlos, guitarist, Carlos, yes. yeah, yeah, with the glasses, the, the cool, yes. sa- suave dude with sick hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can remember that. And then uh, standing outside of the venue, somehow getting covered in some sticky, oh, that's right. that sounds weird. <laughs> some coca-cola some fucking shit or something is yeah 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 that would be the first time we met but that does sound typically like mart actually like hello uh, i'm in a band called teeth grinder you're in teasing cool <laughs> <laughs> hey we would have eventually met but that was a 
I, I appreciate Mart sending us that email. You know, that's what we were able to bond before. See, that's that, that going back. This is what I meant. Like, this is how cool you, you and the rest of the guys were. You're like, yeah, you don't really recall the moment, but we were like, oh, they're so cool. Let's go hang out with them. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys did because it's, right. uh, it's been fun. Always, always a fucking pleasure to know if you guys are playing somewhere or like. Yeah. Because also with that, I, I can't remember if with during that Hexus tour we did uh, where we played Malaga together with the, right. at Alvaro's place with the, if that was like pre, um, pre decided if we were going to do that. No. I know, uh, no. No. What happened? What we also played in Madrid together. We only played those two shows. Yeah. Oh no, we also played Almeria together. So those three shows. Um, and Wurlitzer we played, I think. Wurlitzer in Madrid. We played uh, Elegido Almeria at that bar where you sang with us and you banged up my mic. You remember that? <laughs> I can, now you mentioned, I can, <laughs> I can remember banging up someone's mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I heard like, clunk. I was like, I was like, oh, great. Thanks, Jonathan. Dude. Yeah. Well, now you know how every sound guy probably feels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. And, no, no. What happened in that tour was like Hexus was doing one of those insane like 100 month tours that they do. Mm -hmm. And they had uh, hit you guys up to do, I don't know, uh, two weeks. And I think mostly yeah, the, like the, mostly Spain, Spanish Portugal. states. Yeah, Spain, Portugal. I don't know, either Hexis or one of you guys hit me up to like join some Spanish states and we're like, yeah, of course, let's do it. Yeah, we picked you guys up somewhere and it was lovely. Oh, yeah. It was we're, like this weird bus stop kind of. Yeah. Like we, a floral we, kind of rest stop kind of with little flowers. and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 sh we shared uh, the van. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Usually, yeah, yeah. Um, any other memorable teeth grinder teething? moments come to mind i can remember wolfsburg i think we uh, that was on the first tour we did together i think we went to a um yeah, it's not it doesn't sound fun at all but we went to like a, a i think a concentration camp like buchenwald i think we went together yes and that's right and then that show afterwards uh that was there was a sick show i remember that and yeah that, um i can still Fondly remember that Alfaro's place with the pale, yeah, the right. sunny day real estate in the background and the gin tonics sipping uh, in the sun. Dude, that's so cool. You recognize that because I was the one that um, Alvaro was like, play a record, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna either make someone's day or like get up, make a lot of people ruin people's day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was me that decided to play that. So that's fucking cool. You were. Yeah, I remember that. Fuck yeah. I remember the song. It was uh yeah, that was just all together. It was just uh I remember constantly smiling. It's yeah, like an emotions. Yeah. Was we also was it also obscene that we did in that run? I think we did obscene extreme in that uh, tour as well. That's right, we did obscene extreme, which was of course like one of the coolest things you can do in Europe. It's the mecca for the fucking grind call and punk yeah. across the fives and yeah. Fucking, it's it's everything you can ever imagine. It's it's as good as it is in the videos. Fucking, yeah, like yeah, that's, the, that's a good way of saying it. It's, it's good as it is in the videos. It's, it's, yeah, it doesn't it, disappoint. I'm a big record collector, so it got a bit overwhelming. And like, you want to see so many bands. You want to look at all the records. You want to hang out with all your friends. You want to try all of the like amazing food. 
So it gets a bit overwhelming because we were there yeah. just for a day or two. It's not, that's not long enough to exactly. walk around all the distros and the million bands playing in a in a single afternoon. Exactly. <laughs> we could talk about teething and teeth grinder on the road together, but I want to talk about something really a cool gift i got in the mail <laughs> yes. a cool gift i got in the mail uh a year ago more or less uh for those listening That's to this a year ago a, a year ago can you describe what i'm holding in my hand right now john you're holding a beautiful uh cut out silhouette of a howling wolf with another wolf painted <laughs> in between the shells of glass and i think it has some What's it also? It says something on the bottom of the mystic spirit. The mystic spirit, yeah. So watch <laughs> over you and everything you do. <laughs> yeah, I fucking saw that because that was the the thank you I got for you for recording the parts for the for the song. And then my sister, she was like, "Oh yeah, look at this hideous thing that like uh, we found." And then yeah, I was like, "It's hideous." I know like the right person that would think that was a fucking amazing thing because you collect all the nice fucking wolf shirts, and I thought that was a fucking amazing gift to get you. So, what's the story? What did this? <laughs> did you buy it, or did it belong to you? No, it's a, it's it's bought. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's like a knickknack shop, like a. I wouldn't call it antique, but it's kind of like someone else's uh, trash is another man's treasure kind of shop. I don't want uh, to disrespect the gift I've been giving you, but it's, uh, it's found its way to, uh, I think it's been through a lot of hands to finally be to someone who actually um, appreciates it for what it is. I'm lucky enough to receive gifts once in a while, but this gift, man, it's <laughs> like, it's like, Usually, like gifts and stuff go like upstairs with like the the DVD room, but like this one goes uh, right next to the TV, which is what we're staring at all day. So like digital fist bump, dude. Fuck oh yeah. yes, man. Dude, digital fist oh. bump. This I'm is glad it found its place. I gather um, in your family, it's your it's you, your mother, and your sister, correct? Uh, I've got a father. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But. but uh, in our family, if you can call it that, yeah. So, okay. so um, because you you recently shared like a a very very cool story with me, you were like, "Yo, Luis, Beetlejuice two two, it's happening," <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" And you say, "Dude, as soon as it's released, I'm gonna go watch it with my mom and my and my sister." And yeah. uh, walk me, walk me to uh, the glory days where uh, I'm gathering uh, you, your mom, and your sister just have a special bond with this movie. Yeah, it's kind of. Um, I think I, I was lucky enough to be brought up with a lot of um, like Roald Dahl, kind of Tim Burton, kind of um, animations and stories and stuff. And uh, one of them was obviously Beetlejuice, and that was. Um, Thinking back, maybe a weird movie to be showing like little kids, but it's also kind of harmless, I guess. But it's uh, something that she, my mum, really loved. And then, yeah, as soon as like me and my sister kind of understood the movie and kind of got what some of the jokes were about, like, kind of the fuck yeah, yeah the, the jokes and the fucking the humor of it, that kind of turned into like a, a film we all loved and treasured and still kind of mention every now and then, like, oh yeah, you remember 
like Beetlejuice because it was our favorite movie. And yeah, so there's a part two and it's going to be our family date. That sounds like a perfect family date. Uh, do you think there's a possibility of you getting a Beetlejuice tattoo at some point? Uh, I've got worse tattoos, so this should be <laughs> a very good, a very good possibility that that would uh, have a nice Michael Keaton portrait or somewhere. Yeah. How cool would a like one of those sand snakes be as a snake? Yeah, the black and white striped ones. The black and white stripes that would have to be in the tattoo because that's his form, really. That's the only way you, yeah. you see him. It's Beetlejuice. So. Yeah, that's a sick idea in a world. Twist around so it'd be cool. Did you have did you see like uh the cover art for the uh they re-released the soundtrack on vinyl? Have you seen the cover art for that? I have not. It's and it's so sick. You should wait. Let's, uh, let's see. Let's okay. see it. Let's see it right now in the moment. Let's see Just cover oh. art. What was it? Beetlejuice OST soundtrack. Yeah, there you go. OST. There's the one that's with the sand snake on it with the sandworm on it. The, the waxwork. Uh, yeah, yeah, the waxwork one. Yeah, that's who, that's who drew that. Was that is that also. I have no idea, but if you, uh, like, I don't have this vinyl, but I've, I've been at, in a store and, like, I've opened it up and it's fucking beautiful. Like, it's the worm all over the place. So I I, I, I think, like, a tattoo of that would work really well. No, I'm just, I'm seeing this whole, uh, the inlay, it's uh, amazing. <laughs> Jonathan, if you don't mind me asking, where are you living now? Are you on your own? Are you back with your family? No, I'm, uh, I'm living on my own. I've got a, um, what is it, kind of an apartment kind of vibe going on near the, my home city, I guess, my uh, base of operations with Tifa Grind as well. Okay. okay. Been um, living here for the past two years now, I think. Since you mentioned the uh, Tifa Grinder guys, can you, uh, how's, how's, uh, how are the rest of the guys doing, like, uh, personally? Are they all good? Yes, yeah, uh, all good. They're all very busy as well. It's uh, um well, he's a teacher, so he's um, in Holland. All the students have got their final exams right now, so he's really busy doing that. Okay. And coaching and mentoring kids, and uh, Mark's got his um, his little girl, which is uh, growing up to a nice uh, young lady. And um, yeah, I think he, he just started a new job as well, so he's also got that going for him. Okay. And we're all uh, just living, <laughs> working our day jobs, <laughs> fucking waiting uh, for tours to start. And can you share what's on the horizon for uh, uh, T Grinder? I know, of course, the new album, of course, the tour, yeah, yeah. Benighted, and we even mentioned the split with Teething. Is there anything else in the works? Not really. It's kind of just, uh, in my experience, kind of feels like we have to release this record first. Right hopefully um, there's a wave to ride after that and see uh, where that leads and what happens. Are you involved in any other projects? Because I know you did uh, that FOAD record, Fuck Off and Die. Yeah, fuck Off Eat Shit. Yeah, fuck uh, Off Eat fuck, Shit, sorry. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, Mark's also uh, kind of in that. He did bass and it's uh, together with two guys from Courts, the Dutch uh, brutal slam band. Uh, it's kind of more like a power violence fastball kind of um, affair. Um, yeah, nothing is really happening with that. We put out um, a record and we were supposed to play some shows before the pandemic. So kind of hoping that's going to maybe turn into something again. So I'll be busy with that. 
and also uh, started a new project together with um, Ryan and Rob from Fetal Juice. A, um, it's a death metal band from uh, the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool guys, and it's um, like a punky black metal kind of uh, old school dark throne kind of vibe. Nice. Um, and yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it, really. It's not uh, with teeth grinder. That's uh, why I'm doing. And I'm not sure I'm on, if I'm allowed to talk about that, but um, you sent me a picture today of you doing something. For the listeners, uh, Jonathan took the day off work and he sent me a message being like, yo, I'm available all day if you want to do this earlier. And I sent you, Jonathan, a picture of me recording some vocals. And what I was doing was, um, I guess I can say it, or I guess not enough. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, like a lot of... This podcast isn't the most popular thing in the world, so like, oh, okay, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was in some trap doors on this yeah, one. No, 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 no. I was doing uh, guest vocals for the new uh, Bird Flesh record, and um, so that's that's very cool. And that's um, really fucking cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, actually, two songs, so that's very cool, and that's that's great because those guys love to like be silly and party, and so do I. So uh, I was able to like, they let me like freestyle and like stay stupid shit at the beginning, end of the song, you know, um, Jim carried it up a bit. Oh, really? And Yeah. Also, Ellis, who plays in Bird Flesh. You, yep. you, he, uh, you had him in the podcast as well, didn't you? That's right. That's right. Another sweetheart that's near and dear to my heart. A while ago, he told me, he was like, yo, Luis, I want to uh, start a band and I want you to sing for it. And I was like, that sounds lovely. And uh, he recently sent me uh, tracks for it. So so I did a demo for one song. So I was like, yo, Ellis, before we like uh, make this a thing, I, I want you to like like what I'm doing on a track and like let me know yeah. if it's cool. Let's see. Let's see if it works. And uh, yeah, that's what I was doing. Now I want to. Are ask, you happy? Oh, sorry, sorry, but no, 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 no. With... I don't know. I don't know if I'm happy with it. I, I need, <laughs> I need Ellis's approval first. Like, yeah. I need, to, I need him to be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. If he's like, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you know, you have to know if you're on the right track. Uh, exactly. Like I need his. I get that. Uh, I, get that. I need his uh, insight on. So we'll see what happens. I'll I'll let you know. Maybe I'll send you the track cool. and I'll send you the track right now and, and let me know what you think. I want your honest opinion. Okay. I will do. We'll okay. Do. And we checked it really quick. Like uh it, it wasn't like uh it was like a demo. It's not supposed to be the final thing. So um that's okay. You know what it's like. I know what's mine. I know <laughs> so about this dark throne-ish kind of project, does it have a name? Uh, yeah, it's called uh, Bator with double A B E B A A T O R. Okay, um, what does that mean? Yeah, then I kind of have to explain the uh, the rest of the band. It's kind of like uh, folk, uh, lyrically and thematically, it's uh, a lot of Dungeons and Dragons and Warhammer lore. So, <laughs> so Bator is uh, one of the like the nine uh, circles of hell um, okay. in the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and yeah, that's uh, kind of what a lot of inspiration comes from just the ripping off uh, a lot of very sick stories that have been written for Warhammer, Dungeons and Dragons, and just uh, 
kind of making not really fun of it but kind of honoring it and just uh, having fun with it i guess yeah <laughs> do you do, do you have a background in that stuff is like is that something you were super into as a kid or are you still into it's uh yeah i can honestly say that fuck it um i'm, I'm very into like warhammer and stuff fucking the painting and the yeah, it's, a, it's a guilty little hobby of mine that i like to uh, indulge myself in the plastic crack amazing <laughs> dude john the guy i was recording with his whole studio yeah. is all like warhammer stuff and he, every time i go he shows me what he's working on it's fucking yeah, sick. It's, uh, yeah it's cool to have a few hours and just uh yeah. mine fucking zero and just paint and so have you ever seen the tv show freaks and geeks uh with james franco and um yeah was it seth rogan yeah yeah i've i've tried to like watch it from the start but i've stopped somewhere in the first season it's just one season you should really uh get into it not just because it's one of the best tv shows ever and i know you and me have a lot of similar uh um, taste in in music and and movies because a lot of it revolves around dungeons and dragons so i think you're gonna you're gonna like that aspect yeah Um, i'll have to rewatch it then because yeah sounds like my alley I've been doing like a lot of these podcasts. Like I think this might yeah. be like episode, I don't know, 35 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, dude, no one gets away. We're all, no matter how hardcore or how metal or how grindcore or how punk you are, we are all and were nerds back then. <laughs> like, dude, like I fucking shit you not, man. Like, I didn't see it as like it's a bit obvious, but like like digging deep and talking with a lot of people, I realized like what big nerds we all are. There's <laughs> <laughs> hidden, hidden somewhere. There's, uh, I think everyone's got the like the little things that they loved when they yeah. were younger, and like yeah, we're but, all still kids, kids in old bodies yeah. now. So it's, uh, yeah, but no one, and I mean no one, was like. Uh, the popular, good-looking guy that uh, was very popular with everyone. Like, I have not stumbled upon that person yet. I'll let you know if that ever happens. Yeah, please do. There's <laughs> <laughs> no, some kind of truth. There's, yeah. Well, there's a big truth now, I guess. Yeah. But it's uh, funny. What's your musical past? Like, I don't know about anything previous Teeth Grinder. Like, what bands have you been in? Like, What's the band? Because you're younger than me. Like, I'm from the new metal era, but I think mm-hmm. you were, when you were a teenager, new metal was not in. Like, what, yeah, it was, what... uh, it was still, it was still like the biscuit was still, okay. I was in high school when that came out, but that was okay. still a thing. Like, Slipknot, Corn, um, that all certainly was rocking. Was that, <laughs> so <laughs> was that your gateway into like music, new metal? No, absolutely not. Maybe um, like uh, the biscuit that kind of started it, but okay. it used to be. Um, I think for a lot of people, like the Tony Hawk game soundtracks were kind of like very, <laughs> very uh, formative uh, for me and what I liked. So there was a lot of Gorilla Biscuits, uh, Bad Religion, um, uh, what, what's it called? Uh, I was also a very big fan of uh, Blink-182 growing up, uh, like the old like Dude Ranch record and fucking uh, Cheshire Cat is still nice. in the steady rotation. Nice. And uh, I, yeah, I guess it was more like a punk rocky kind of uh, vibe that I started listening to and then 
kind of went darker and darker inside the I, I didn't know you were such a, you were so into a Blink-182, which is sick, which is like perfect. Oh, well, well, I have to clarify, until I saw them live, then I fucking cried after like oh. having to wait to see them like play 10 years and they fucking suck balls. No. <laughs> yes. That sucks. Oh. Like I've never seen Blink-182. I have seen Sum 41 live and Sum 41 live is fucking great. It's like That's very impressive. play as well, yeah. In a, like a club uh, tour they did over here. It was, yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, what do you think about this like whole uh, pop punk revival? Are you aware of it? Like with Machine Gun Kelly and stuff like that? Um, I'm aware of Machine Gun Kelly and uh, the music he's put out. Um, and what we both like, Oliver Tree, he does a lot of, uh, he's leaning into that very much as well. Yeah. Um, I didn't know it was like a thing that's coming back. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, cool. Luke from Doomstar and uh, yep. and Fubar and all of that. Um, I'm gonna send you that. He sent me a Machine Gun Kelly album. He was like, "Yo, check this out," and it's <laughs> it's fucking great, dude. It was like, I think last year it was my most listened to album of the year. Really? Yeah, dude. It's a it's a total Travis. It, yeah, Travis Barker plays on the whole thing. It's a... It's oh, yeah, a total, they, they do yeah. a lot together. Yeah. It's a total uh, Blink-182 love letter. And um, mm. it's fucking great. I'll send it over. Let me know if you <laughs> enjoy it. I'll give it, I'll give it a listen. So. Yeah. Um, okay, so Jonathan? Luis. Luis. We're, uh, this is the end, but I'm, we're not leaving without me asking you my favorite question in the world which is, uh, you know me, I know you, we enjoy our fair share of horror films, but I want to know what's caught your eye in the last couple of years, a uh, horror okay. film movie. It doesn't have to be a recent movie. It can be like a no, movie. Okay. Yeah. You yeah can. So I was going to ask you the same, uh, if you knew any new movies, because I haven't been really going to check out uh, any like general, like a lot of new movies, but uh, horror movies. Um, what is the his name? There's one, um, uh, Deborah Logan, the, what's the, the possession of Deborah Logan? At one point, like this old, like demented lady, like someone takes care of her, and at one point, her jaw kind of oh. she eats like a child or something. That one was pretty sick. Awesome. I, I have not heard about this movie. I'm going to have to check it out maybe tonight. What's it yeah, called? Possession De of? Uh, Deborah Logan. Deborah Logan. Okay. I think so, something similar. I think the name is Deborah Logan. Okay. Okay. Uh, definitely check it out. Uh, anything else you want to plug before I give you my list of uh, sick ass movies? Uh, anything I want to plug? It was. Um... Nah, it's not on the top of my mind. No, so, okay. uh, I can't, can't uh, with the name. Uh, a horror movie. Okay, let's just plug Beetle, Beetle, Beetlejuice again. We'll we'll plug Ooh, Beetlejuice. Yes, again. yes. Okay. Beetlejuice always. On my behalf, one of the coolest horror movies I've seen in the last couple of years is entitled Terrifier. Are you aware of this movie? Terrifier. No, it sounds like a Carpenter Brute album. But it's that's uh, the artwork of the <laughs> 80s horror, but it's... The reason I stumbled upon this movie was because, you know that 
a new death metal band called, excuse my pronunciation, Sanguisugabog. Uh, by name, yeah, yeah. Well, like I, I really got into their uh, pornographic seizures album, and I was just, uh, I saw live pictures of the band, saw some like uh, videos online, and I, and I, I, I saw that the singer had the tattoo of a clown on him. And I was like, that clown seems really familiar. So I was like, oh yeah, that's that Terrifier movie I haven't checked out yet. And that's a recent movie. It just came out like three or four years ago. And I was like, well, this movie has to be really good for this guy to tattoo that clown on his arm. Is that like a, one of those like haunted carnival rides kind of clowns? Uh, yes, he, he looks I like... Think it's a, like a comfort cover look kind of like a carnival kind of uh, yeah it, it's def yeah it definitely has like insane clown posse vibes to it and let's <laughs> <laughs> go <laughs> I, I never thought i was because i've never seen like apart apart from killer clowns from outer space i've never really fell in love with a like a clown movie i like okay. the it remake but this one hits it on oh, the spot i loved it i loved it remake but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm also not uh, like the same, I guess. Like, I haven't yeah. seen anything clown related that tickles so, my interest. But... <laughs> something, something like, well, please check out Terrifier. And that was my episode with my dear friend Jonathan Edwards from Teeth Grinder. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, like, subscribe, rate, share, share with your mom. Share with your mom's mama, share with your grandma, share with your cereal, share with everybody. Uh, that will be heavily appreciated. And if not, no worries. Thanks for making it all the way to the end of the podcast. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, I already have the next episode recorded with my friend Joao from uh, Six Pack Bookings. And uh, great guy, great conversation. Tune in later this month for that. Bye-bye.